Welcome to the Hamumu Halloween Home Horror Hoedown, the podcast where we watch scary movies so you don't have to. From award-winning to completely unknown, we take them all way too seriously. I'm your host, Mike Hommel. And I'm your host, Solange Hommel. Now warning, we use a ghoulish number of spoilers, so watch the movies first. Second warning, we don't know anything about anything, so don't take us seriously as we take these movies seriously. At the end of last week's podcast, we promised to do something the opposite of what we had done, and we did it so well that we gave up on the first movie that we picked. We got so far into it, but it just wasn't really the right thing for us to cover. Yeah, it was a ghost hunter documentary, but it was done in such a way that my sense of justice was so triggered through the entire thing. Like, I couldn't enjoy the stupidity of it because all I could see was how people who either didn't know any better or who were in desperate situations were being used and manipulated for entertainment purposes. And, like, I just, I could not get past that. Instead, we decided to review It Stains the Sands Red from 2016. Which is a zombie movie. (laughs) Yes, it is a zombie movie. There is a zombie (laughs) In this movie. That's not true. There's more than one zombie. There in this are movie. others, but not But there's really. only one that is really relevant. The others all show up at the very, 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 very end. This movie takes place in a light zombie apocalypse. Just a, a sousson of zombie apocalypse. <laughs> because, I mean, I think, I think it's the full-on apocalypse, but we don't get any of that. It's just Molly and Nick... Driving away from, they're clearly criminal adjacent people driving away from town and they're going to go to Mexico and be done with all of this. And I don't know if all of this is criminal prosecution or the fact that there's a zombie apocalypse or what. I think the criminal prosecution part is a misdirect. I think at at the beginning you're supposed to think they're running away from the law. And Uh. then it becomes clear that there is this sousson of zombie (laughs) apocalypse and they are in fact running off to like a mexican island yeah they know that this island doesn't have a lot of people so even if there are gonna be zombie situations on there there won't be very many they can clean them up and then they got a nice safe island to live on yeah these are not good people no overall like especially the men are not they are they're not criminal adjacent they are criminals (laughs) yeah it's Molly that we're supposed to feel some connection to, and we're supposed to like develop an understanding of why she has done these things that would be classified as pretty terrible things. But you know, we're supposed to like get it. Well, because she is the protagonist, and we spend the whole movie with her, her and Smalls, the zombie, who is following her. And that's the movie. It's her walking through the desert while a zombie follows along behind because he's trying to get her, but he's very slow. Yes. Which really creates a very specific kind of movie. This is not an (laughs) action-packed movie. No. Like, this is, you are literally watching two people trudge their way across the desert 
for like an hour straight. And having conversations, except that only one of them can talk. Smalls said a lot with his eyes. Did he? Yes. It was the directing. It was the, you know, how they angled the shots and lingered on him staring at her. But it was very obvious, basically after that first night when she fell asleep up on the one mesa and he's like trying to get up there but can't when she wakes up like he's looking at her with hunger well it's supposed you know at first it's hunger but then it's there's like a shift and he's according to the camera he's looking at her with like a some sort of compassion or longing rather than hunger i don't know it's a weird relationship that develops and that bears out when the movie gets weird which is when she's come up with a strategy which this was clever and fun Mm -hmm. she had a inflatable raft that she was dragging along water bottles in which made her pretty slow too so he was almost catching up with her and then she came across some tires which i think the visual of the tires standing up straight in the sand that was a reference to the movie rubber i think you think so the psychic tire movie (laughs) But she found tires, and so she attached a rope to a tire and threw the tire over the zombie, which we didn't get to see happen. It seems like that would have been really risky, but it happened. And so he was dragging the water for her, which is fun. Yes. Although then I had images in my mind of what they never showed us, which was how she was going to go about getting water out of that raft, because that would be a Benny Hill style running in circles situation. I had that same thought as we're watching her walk with him behind her and then him dragging the thing. I was like, well, this is all well and good until you need to access the water. Yeah. Yeah. And she didn't have the excess energy resources to be doing like a run in a circle around him and get behind him and (laughs) yeah i don't know he was one of those like slow zombies though he didn't move quickly yeah this was definitely the true slow zombie trope where i mean the only threat he posed was if you were surprised by him being near you even if he was like five feet away from you you're fine you could just walk away honestly I have a lot of problems with the way she handled that because she knew she had a, a a specific amount of distance that she had to cover. She could see how fast he traveled. The number of times she stopped and let him get way too close because yeah. he was still far enough away to way be safe. Close. But I'm like, girl, your your like buffer is non-existent at this point. If you trip and fall down. Mm-hmm. If you have to stop and pee, if you if anything happens, there's nothing between you and him. He's going to be on you. Like she would stop for the whole night. Don't stop for the night. First of all, you're in the desert. You should be walking during the that night. That's when you're not time, yeah. evaporating all of the, you know, fluid out of your body. But like she would stop for, you know, a, a 6-hour stretch. No, he's going to catch up in that 6 hours. You go as quickly as you are capable of maintaining then you rest for like an hour and then you go and then you rest and then you go and you rest she was doing it all wrong yeah he could definitely smell her because she was not like tricking him at any point or Mm -mm. getting away except except the one time when they were in a house together and well she was in a house and he came in 
and she hid in the bathtub, and he was literally on the other side of the shower curtain, and she just stayed real quiet. That made me think so much of the conversation, because we're also watching Project Greenlight, and they had a conversation on there about how they needed to edit the script so that they understood the rules of this superhero script that's being made. And like we have to establish the rules so that we can follow them. And I'm like, yeah. This is an example of where they established <laughs> rules and then didn't follow them and it's really annoying. It makes it makes it not feel real. Yeah. As soon as she climbed in the, into that bathtub, I was like, "Oh, according to the rules of this movie, you're dead now. Like you've just put yourself in a completely vulnerable situation where he is definitely going to find you." But he didn't. Yeah. They could have thrown something in where like she sprinkles she there's a thing of Ajax and she sprinkles it all over herself, so he can't smell anything except horribleness. Or even this bathroom has one of those like like Glade plugins. Has a glade sponsor. Pl- has a glade plugin or or like a Febreze spray or something <laughs> that the owners had, like whenever they made it stinky in there, they would spray that. Like literally anything. Oh my gosh, if there was a little poopery bottle, that would have been fun. <laughs> Her problem with the fact that she he could smell her was compounded by the fact that as she was walking along on the first day, she like suddenly stops and is like, oh, man, and then digs desperately through her bag for like the one tampon she has in there. Mm-hmm. Because, of course, her period inconveniently <laughs> starts in the middle of her trying to escape from a zombie, which I thought was hilarious and was one of the moments, and there were several of these, one of the moments where I went, was this movie written <laughs> by a woman? Was this movie directed by a woman? Like, a woman's touch was in this yeah, somehow. interestingly, no. No. So, yeah, I don't know if this guy just has, like, a lot of experience with what it's like to live the life of a woman or if he had, like female friends who did uh, sensitivity reading for him. But there were several times where I was like, oh, this reads like authentically the woman experience. Yeah, it was interesting that it was giving that angle. Mm-hmm. Like, On the other hand, there was a truly terrible scene where they fell back on the very easy, oh, there's a woman by herself in the desert during the po- apocalypse. Two men come along. Of course, we're going to sexually assault her. Mm-hmm. And of course, these two men are going to be violently racist for no reason. Like, no there reason. was no reason to bring racism into it at all, mm-hmm. other than, I mean, I guess. Because they had to be really bad guys. Really bad guys. And, like, yes, I understand that racism would be a real part of a real <laughs> apocalypse, but this is. Very much not a real apocalypse happening. <laughs> yeah. So, like, they just made the family that whose truck they stole a black family just so that they could use the N-word, it felt like. Like, it, it, yeah. it was an unnecessary, gratuitous use that bothered me. Also, kind of a fun example of, like, well, minorities are part of the world, so they're in our movie, but they're not even... A non-speaking role? They're a photograph that we see. So, hey, look, we included them. You know, that's a little unimpressive. It wasn't great. great. And, you know, I think if you were to ask them, they'd be like, well, you know... We picked from the best people who auditioned and not have that (laughs) understanding. To be in this photo. (laughs) Well, no, like, you know what I mean? Like, we picked 
not for the photo, for all the other characters. Like they're all white because like these are the people who auditioned. We had to pick from the people who auditioned. Not realizing that you you have a responsibility to make sure that it's not just white people auditioning for your your movie. Yeah. So it that that bothered me and the the sexual assault piece of it like again realistic sure I fully believe that that would have happened and did we really need that did we need it to the extreme that it was probably not could smalls have come up and taken that guy out before he actually violated this woman absolutely mm-hmm. but no we needed we needed that shot Circling back to our earlier meeting, I said earlier, and distracted myself with the tire around the zombie trick, that the movie gets weird at this point where she's got it all under control. It's been days of walking Pat, walking away from this zombie, mm-hmm. and you know she's worked out the whole system. She's got the zombie dragging her water for her, and finally we get to this point where she ties the tire to a rock, or a boulder, I guess, so Smalls is stuck. It's over. Right. She can leave. The tire is around his neck. The rope from the tire to the rock face or whatever. Like, yeah, he's stuck. He's just going to keep pulling against it forever because zombie brain. Zombie brain. And instead of leaving, she tells him not to bite her and lets him loose. Specifically, she says, quote, if I take that tire off you, do you promise to be good? Yeah, and I'm of two minds on this issue because on the one hand, I am bothered. You know, we know zombies. We know what they do. He was just there to eat, and there's no reasoning with them. But on the other hand, a zombie is a creature, an animal, and we know that every animal can be kind of trained and taught things and... You know, like, you can have a lion or an elephant and get it to do what you want it to do by reinforcement and all that stuff. Well, and there's developing connection. You know, you if you mm-hmm. have a connection with some other creature where you have developed trust and vulnerability with one another. Indeed. And, you know, a sense of taking care of each other, what have you. And as... TikTok videos are always telling us, these are wild animals. This is not safe. Don't do this at home. But those same TikToks show us that these wild animals can be our friends if you're willing to take the chance that they might bite your pinky. Sure. Well, and she she felt very connected to him at this point because this was post-meeting Ted and Jason. This yeah. was post-Smalls attacking these men who were attacking her. Like... He saved her life. And it was also post a couple of different scenes where we see her sharing things from her life with him as he's trying to <laughs> climb up onto the rock. You know, yeah. he didn't he was not capable of climbing. He was no. he was only able to just move forward, basically. And so anytime she wanted to stop, she would climb up on a giant rock that was taller than he could step. Yeah. And then he would just keep reaching for her. And so she would sit there and eat her lunch and like tell him stories from her life. And we could see in his eyes <laughs> that he was, if not hearing and understanding the story, there was, you know, he was developing connection to this 
person communicating with him in a kind way. Okay. So. So. Where do you come down on this? Is this an okay thing to have in the movie? Or is it like, what? This is not what zombies do. So at the end, when Zombie Smalls is dying again, again. which I'm not sure how I, if I understand exactly that whole, like the mythology of these zombies. I think he just couldn't walk because his knee had been shot out or whatever. It was more than that, though. Like, he was, he was, it wasn't just that he was, like, laying there and interacting with her. She probably, well, she did at one point put him in the boat and drag him behind her. Like, which, again, she does not have the extra energy to expend on (laughs) this. This was a stupid idea. Yeah. But she did it because she had this, like, sense of loyalty to him. So I don't understand how, why he died again, but he did. And she sees his wallet. Well, he didn't die, though. Oh, he yeah, was, you're he right. He was potentially dying. Yeah, 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 yeah. But she sees his wallet at one point, and she looks in there, and she sees a picture of him when he was alive with his, you know, some woman, like, wife, girlfriend, I don't know. And I, I, I felt like that was telling us, or that was trying to show us like there was something of him left like Mm. that he was a good person and he was there was there was something of him left in this zombie creature that when he saw her suffering and and like had the opportunity to make this connection it happened and he he did care for her in some sense but it was definitely like a Siegfried and Royd and their white tigers kind of relationship where she forgot that he was a wild animal (laughs) and he in a moment of weakness or you know he'd been shot whatever he was he was was in pain whatever his like zombie nature came out and he bit her which of course he did of course so i don't know like I guess Soli's number one rule of zombies... This was not in, in Soli's rules. No, very much not. But, I, I, you know, I think if in keeping with my rule of zombies, which is you do not keep a zombie around, they will always get you in the end. This was stupid. And, and even if, even knowing that there's a little bit of humanity left in him, like the humane thing to do then would have been to put him out of his misery, not yeah. use him as a pack horse. <laughs> You know, like, like then I'm, you know, like what kind of weird, this is my human zombie pet kind of dynamic is going on. I don't know. That is an interesting thought. That being said, I don't think she was like making rational scientific decisions about this. Like she had been mistreated a number of ways. She, her life was such that like she was an alcoholic she was doing a lot of coke until smalls knocked it on the ground and (laughs) that was gone like she wasn't making great choices so Mm -hmm. it it made sense in the story why she made the choice she made me watching the story i was like everything you're doing is stupid you're you're doing all of this wrong (laughs) yeah what i mean what do you think like where do you come down on that I don't know. It's it, it raised that interesting question because I think, you know, no matter how vicious and wild an animal is, they can be tamed to some degree. And that's I feel like that's an interesting thing for a zombie movie to put in there to to tell us. But at the same time, that just my 
thoughts of what a zombie is are like, no, right. he, he just is hungry and he's just going to eat you. It felt like a strong deviation from the typical mythology of a zombie, for sure. It was sort of like vampires that sparkle in the sun. Like, mm-hmm. it feels wrong because that lore is so firmly established. But maybe no one's ever tried making friends. Right? <laughs> I mean, and and also, I don't really... I mean, I have definitely complained about the sparkly vampires <laughs> enough that this is going to sound hypocritical for me to say this, but I don't have a problem with taking the established lore of a monster that's been around for centuries and throwing something new into it to see what happens. Like I, that doesn't bother me. And I liked some of the things that came of her deciding to befriend this zombie and him being sort of befriendable. Like literally when she took that tire off of him the first time, there was nothing stopped. They were right next to each other. He kind of lunged towards her and she was just like, stay, (laughs) no. And like, yeah, dog trained him and he backed off and then they had like they had developed a rapport. So like I fully expected her to get bit in that moment. And it was interesting that she didn't. Yeah. And then the the whole thing where he then turns on her later and she's super mad at him and then realizes like, okay, well, zombie's gonna zombie, right? <laughs> yeah. Um should have thought about that. Yeah, I mean it brought up some interesting things in the in the movie. And we have seen movies in the past where zombies are very friendly, like, you know, like, I I can't remember the names of them, but, you know, like one where somebody's girlfriend comes back as a zombie and she's, like, trying to still date him and he's like, oh, I don't know. But that's very comedic. And this movie is kind of light, but it's not a comedy by any means. It's just, I don't know, like, it feels surprising in this movie. I I almost said out of place, but I, I... that's not what it is. It's just, it's not where I expected this movie to go. It kept this movie from getting super way dark and bleak. Mm-hmm. Because it would have been. Without that like little bit of humanity in there, she's just alone walking through the desert being chased by an unstoppable yeah. monster. That's a pretty dark story. Yeah, but it was also kind of... I mean, that's what I mean about the lightness, is that there was... You know, she spent all that time talking back to the zombie and like kind of doing therapy by using Mm -hmm. him as a Mm -hmm. bounce back for her conversation. And so, I mean, that's kind of fun in and of itself, even Mm -hmm. if he is just a wild monster. So I don't know. I struggled with her character and, you know, she was definitely a flawed protagonist. She had made, made bad choices, had done things that are, are hard to forgive uh, was not someone that you want to have a lot of respect for, especially at the beginning. I think it, that gave her an opportunity to have a very clear character arc. But there were times within that arc where she did things that felt out of character to me. Like when Ted and Jason show up after the haboob. There was a haboob. There was a haboob. After they show up and she's just like, yay, I'm saved. Like, Two men show up in in the middle of the desert. Watching it, we knew this was not good. And are just like, let us get you some water. Come get in our truck. We'll find your stuff. I was like, oh, man. Like, (laughs) either these are good guys who are going to get eaten by this zombie. And then when they didn't get eaten by the zombie, I was like, oh, these are not good guys. Like, the only reason for this story to keep them around is for them to be terrible. But she didn't 
hesitate to go with them until after she saw the picture in the truck. And then she started to question. But this is a woman who has been abused over and over and over again by the system and by men in particular. Mm -hmm. And she would have, I mean, like all of the therapizing she was doing as she's complaining to Smalls is about how terrible men are. Yeah, it's very specific. And yet these two men show up and she's just like, well, thank goodness I am saved now. I mean, let's give her the credit that she was in the midst of dying at that point. She was totally roasted in the sun she had no more water and so maybe she's just like i'll take what i can get it's possible but i didn't get the sense like i would have been okay with it if she was like yeah this is sketch but i'm gonna die if i don't go with you so i'm gonna go but i'm gonna be super leery about it i'm gonna like keep my eye on you she was just like oh thank goodness i'm in the truck i'm gonna have the ac (laughs) on me like she wasn't paying attention to where the zombie was where these two guys were she forgot all about him and and that felt very out of character like she would have been more cautious i think i'm on board with that and there were a couple other times i can't think off the top of my head exactly what they were but there were definitely other times where i'm like this is not how a woman who spent most of her life being mistreated and and abused and then has spent the last like two or three days learning that she is capable of surviving on her own in like one of the harshest climates on the planet while being attacked by an unstoppable being like she would have been more cautious and she also would have been more confident at that point because she had survived where none of these other guys had so I don't know. She just didn't always act like the established character would have acted in my mind, which I sort of feel like is because she was a woman being written, not by women. <laughs> that could be. It's interesting that Smalls did the same thing. He acted like the established character would not have acted. Sure. But that was part of the story, right? Yeah. Like that was part of the plot. I don't feel like her just climbing into the truck was, you know, not being cautious about it. Because it would have taken so little, like just, yeah, just one little side reactions. side look or one moment of hesitation or even just, she wouldn't have even had to have an expression, just one like camera zoom or something <laughs> would have said, she's thinking about this. And instead it was, she's being completely complacent and careless. Yeah, it did seem weird because going into that scene, we're just watching it going, what are these guys actually going to do? Because this is not going to be good. Yeah. Even if she hadn't been a character who was set up to be suspicious of men, is there anyone in the world who doesn't understand that in an apocalyptic world, you're cautious around strangers? Yeah. Because social norms have gone out the window. Like people are out for themselves. Like it just didn't make any sense. That was part of the, the Susan of apocalypse that they had. It was Mm -hmm. like things were still, I mean, I guess it feels like it is today. Everybody feels like things are normal and they're still trying to just go about their day, even though they know there's zombies everywhere. Yeah. It's it's uh, an interesting uh, portrayal of that because I think that's where we are in the world right now in our 108 degree Texas. Mm-hmm. The other characters that did not act the way I expected them or think they would have acted in any way, shape, or form are the two military guys that show up at the end. 
And they're just like, oh, you have a zombie friend. Well, that's not okay. You know, they're like going to shoot him, which would have made perfect sense. Yes. And then they're like, we're just going to leave you with this zombie alive. No. In, yeah. Under no circumstances would that have happened. Yeah, they were like, oh, fine. Because she was standing in front of it and they were like, oh, we can't, you know, shoot another civilian and get that on the list. And I mean, maybe that's my <laughs> like deep cynicism when it comes to the government and how authority figures would attempt to control things. I think it makes sense. But like in my mind, they would have just shot her. They would have just been like done with the traditional zombie apocalypse. This zombie can't be allowed to live. You are blocking us from stopping him. You clearly are going to end up a zombie sooner or later. Like this is going to happen. You're both going to die right now because you know. Yeah. It was really weird how they like basically backed off and were like, all right, just going to leave you then. Yeah. It was totally the opposite of the beginning of The Last of Us, Mm. which I don't want to spoil. Everyone should watch that. But like the military in that behaves much more the way one would expect (laughs) the military to behave. Delightfully. In in a zombie apocalypse. So surprise, surprise, Smalls bites her. She has to bash off her own finger with a rock before the, the zombie poison gets into her system you don't see that a lot the bashing off with a rock no especially since it was like i feel like she could have found a wedge shaped rock (laughs) i think that's what she was going for she just picked up a big old boulder like (laughs) it was just it was like a a rock as big as a softball (laughs) yeah but apparently these rocks in this desert were all very light because she also picked up a rock that was twice the size of her own head, mm-hmm. lifted it easily above her own head in order to bring it down on Smalls. To put him out of his misery after Finally, he'd been shot by the military. Now that he was of no use to her. <laughs> <laughs> that is cynical. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it was a touching moment. Yeah. Okay, one. I was just looking at my notes. One of my notes reminds me, like, I was so confused by what she thought she was doing at that, kind of in that juncture. Like, before the military guys show up, or even after they show up, but before they, like, shoot Smalls, or... Because they do end up shooting him in the leg as they're leaving. They yeah, just don't kill him. which is him. just like a... It's just petty. That's, yeah. that's what I would have expected. Yeah. So she's asking them to let Smalls live. Because she is like a mile away from the air strip mm-hmm. that she's trying to get to, that she and Smalls are going to, so that they can get on a plane to go to Mexico where theoretically <laughs> there are no zombies. Yeah. And somehow she thinks that like whoever is running the plane is going to just let her bring her pet zombie yeah, on board. I don't know what the plan was. I So all caps, my note at this point is what is her end game? Like I did not understand what she thought was going to happen. I don't know. That's pretty strange. Yeah. But it didn't come up because she had to leave Smalls behind. Yeah. And then she gets to the airstrip and you think, well, here's the end of the movie. You know, she's going to go fly off or whatever. With a really, really sketchy dude. Yes. The guy who wants to kill everyone on the Mm -hmm. island and be the king. Mm -hmm. But instead, it takes a whole new story where she's like, I got to go get my son. I forget why she decided that at that point, but she was like, it's time to get my son. And so she goes on an adventure to rescue her son, which, I mean, it's not a long part of the movie, but it's weird that they kind of jump into a whole 
another act. They do, right. They tack on a whole extra, like, chapter that's only about that, that had nothing. Like, she had mentioned her son, her son's living with her sister and her sister's husband because she was not in a place to be able to take care of him. Like, that was part of what mm-hmm. what she talked to Smalls about. And she, you know, talked about the whole tin can phone thing and whatever. It was very sweet. I don't think we needed to have her actively go get her son. I think in that moment, if they had if they had made it clear, because she kind of looks really sad, and I was like, is she going to go back for Smalls? Like, what is she doing? <laughs> the, the, all of his body except the head. Right? And the plane flies off, and she's still there. If, like, we had seen her look up on her phone the directions to her sister's house or something, that would have been enough, end movie, done. Okay, yeah. It felt weird. You know what it felt like? It felt like they did some kind of um, test screening (laughs) and they like that they had that ending and they did the test screening and people were like, I don't understand. Why didn't she get on the plane? Where's she going? What's going on? Why would she do that? And they were like, Ugh. okay, I guess we have to like spell it out. And they have us see her drive all the way there and actually fight a bunch of zombies in order to get her son. And we see that her sister is dead and her sister's husband is dead and you know, whatever. And then it ends in a super hopeless place. She's now responsible for like a nine-year-old and they're both trapped in a house with a number of zombies trying to break down the door. This is when there's more than one zombie, just a whole pile bashing down the door. And she's like got a mop and she's going to try to... (laughs) She has a shovel. Okay. I mean... (laughs) It's better than a mop. (laughs) Marginally. She's got a shovel and she's going to face off a dozen zombies apparently because it's one of those action endings of ha and i'm supposed to believe that neither she nor this child are going to get bit in any way in this altercation but they could have made themselves so safe she knows how slow and weak these zombies are i mean they're not weak but weak at getting Mm -hmm. places they were standing at the bottom of the stairs as the zombies are busting down the front door Mm -hmm. go up the stairs Put a dresser at the top of the stairs. Something, you know? I mean, they would have been trapped yourself. there. Yeah, so? And I, I Then got they just the... make friends with all the zombies. <laughs> That's right. She make just... a sleigh with 12 zombies <laughs> pulling it. She would have had, like, the traveling zombie circus. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I can make this one jump through hoops of fire. <laughs> yeah, it, it felt... Like, I liked the ending at the airport, and then the ending at the, in the house, I was just like, no, mm. boo. I see. It's a very professional reaction. Yeah. And it felt, like, almost too hopeful for what the movie had been. Like, it felt like it sort of needed a tragic ending. Like, yeah. maybe she needed to call her sister's house... She got to talk to her son. That's how she knew her son Mm -hmm. was there. Maybe she needed to hear her son get eaten. Wow. (laughs) I don't know if she needed that. Or like maybe she could have talked to her sister and then heard, you know, something. Like maybe an opportunity to say goodbye, but also some closure so she doesn't then go off to find them. Yeah. Yeah. But then the plane has already left, so now she's just at this airstrip, and everyone she loves is dead. And then she probably would have gone back to get Smalls. Yeah. There's no getting him. His head was gone. I mean, 
You said he was still kind of alive. That was before she smashed his head in with a rock. See, that's what I said. I said he was dead at the end. He died at the end. Oh. And you were like, he's still kind of alive. And I was like, I don't know, but okay, I guess I, I missed that I thought you meant when he was laying on the ground dying and she decided to hit him with the rock. No. I mean, I guess I guess I do understand more like it is zombie lore that you have to destroy their brain of in order course. to kill them. So, yeah. I guess. The unhappy ending I was looking for was... So she smashed her pinky off. Eventually, mm. a day or two later, mm. she's going to notice it's starting to spread mm-hmm. anyway. Because that's how that works. Mm-hmm. Maybe she goes and gets her son, and she's hugging him. And as she hugs him, she can see her own hand on the other side of him. And like there's a black line creeping up the arm. That would have been amazing. See? Especially since she fought a couple of zombies in the airport, and they like gooed all over oh, her yeah. like in her face and stuff yeah, like she like stabbed him in the face or something and like blood poured all right, right? into her like, eyes she was definitely exposed to contagions in multiple ways yeah. she had an open wound on her hand that was had been bandaged with duct tape like mm-hmm. this woman was not the opportunity for her to still become a zombie was definitely there that would have been a that would have been a classic ending classic classic I enjoyed this movie more than I thought I would at multiple different points. Like, there were many points throughout the movie where I was like, oh, here's where it's going to take the turn for me to be done with it. But it was surprisingly fun and different, given the fact that so much of it was just watching people walk through the (laughs) desert. Yeah. I was surprisingly engaged. Like... I don't know how this movie pulled off what it managed to pull off, but I enjoyed it. It's like last week's movie where there were so many things about it where if I had just been told in advance, it's going to be like this, I would have been like, no, (laughs) no, thank you. I am not going to enjoy that. But the reality of it and the way it was all put together was very enjoyable. And that kind of goes for everything. Like I thought it was very well done in terms of the look, like it was... Mm -hmm. It, it looked hot and dry and uncomfortable and washed out and all of that. Um, I thought the characters were really well developed and I really enjoyed the acting. I, there was just, there was so much about it that I liked. I am going to give It Stains the Sands Red four electric drills out of five. It was a solid zombie movie. And in a way that was not super overdone. Mm-hmm. It had it had new fresh pieces to it. It was a fresh perspective. Yeah, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it a lot. I would recommend this movie to people. And I'm glad I watched it. Well, now you're stepping into my territory where I'm going to say the thing I really liked is that they were doing something new with this you know, the idea of a story, like, what's going to happen in a story about one zombie chasing a person? And they did something interesting with it that was kind of fun. I was put off by the making the zombie your friend part. I was like, what is happening now? And so, like, kind of from that point to the end of the movie was all all kinds of different things where I was like, I don't know about that. That's where it kind of falls apart for me. Before mm-hmm. that, it's 
more appealing. I think it was good. I do not think it was great. Just an enjoyable movie that's doing something new and interesting. And that gives me three and a half electric drills out of five. Yeah, that seems fair. I can get behind that. And um, I look forward to what movie we have coming next week. We have an amazing movie coming next week, unless we don't, because we don't know what we're going to watch yet. It's true. And we'll see you all next week when we discuss it. Okay. Bye, everybody. This is all being recorded for posterity, by the way.